Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth, host of the Get Well Now podcast series and creator of the Get Well Now and What Celebrities Eat coaching programs, helping people heal themselves of chronic illness and persistent symptoms with food and the power of the mind and heart. As a celebrity nutritional chef and a spiritual psychologist with nearly two decades of experience, I'm so excited to bring you some of the most seasoned professionals in the arena of health and wellness. So please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit. I have other great interviews with top names like celebrity nutritionist J.J. Virgin on traumatic brain injuries, Chris Wark from Chris Beat Cancer on what everyone needs to know about cancer, Wynn Claybaugh, author of Be Nice or Else and owner of the Paul Mitchell Salon Schools, and Dr. Kim DeRamo, best-selling author of the Mind-Body Toolkit, and so much more. So for anyone that leaves a review this month, you will be entered into a drawing for a free 30-minute Get Well Soon session with me, plus a downloadable copy of my acclaimed cookbook, Done With Dairy, Giving Up Gluten, 14 Days to a Delicious and Healthy You. So just take a minute of your day and get this message of the show out to as many listeners as possible. So today, I am so excited to speak to Dr. Pedram Shoje, um, Oriental Medical Doctor. He is a man with many titles. He is the founder and CEO of Well.org, the editor of Be More Magazine, the author of the New York Times bestseller, The Urban Monk, and Rise and Shine, the producer and director of the movie Vitality, the executive producer and writer of the film Origins, and the host of two weekly video podcast series, The Urban Monk and The Health Bridge. In his spare time, he's also a Taoist priest, a doctor of oriental medicine, a kung fu world traveler, a fierce global green warrior, an avid backpacker, a Qigong master, and an old-school Jedi biohacker. I love that. Working to preserve our natural world and wake us up to our full potential. Welcome to the show, Dr. Petram Shoche. Hey, great to be here. So awesome that you took the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me and my community um, in in, uh, health and wellness and chronic illness and chronic pain and all these things that we deal with. And I have to tell you that when I read your bio, I, I got choked up. Honestly, I mean, tears in my eyes and so excited about everything that you're doing to make this world a better place. Um, I find you to be an inspiration to healing our world, and I'm fascinated by the many things that you do. No, thank you. Thank you. When you were reading my bio, I thought I thought I was starting to get a little dizzy. I'm like, damn, why do I do that? <laughs> I know what you mean. I get the same way. When, when I hear mine, I'm like, wow, that's not me, is it? <laughs> so, I should relax. Um, <laughs> well, and that's interesting because a big focus of your your work is on meditation and mindset. Oh, yeah. What inspired the Urban Monk, and what is this concept about? You know, there's so many of these gurus out there that are trying to find followers and 
trying to tell people, you know, hey, I've invented meditation 2.0 and, you know, do my thing and do my stuff and follow me and come to my stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, I think, is, is a, a disservice to humanity. And so I had to kind of step out and be like, look, this is annoying me. I got to talk about it because, you know, the the real promise of this stuff isn't about saying, you know, sell all your worldly possessions and like leave for some mountain retreat and, you know, change your name and shave your head and all these types of things. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's unrealistic for normal people, right? And then normal people feel guilty because they don't get to like an hour and a half yoga class on a given day. And it's just, that's not the world we live in, right? And so there's been a a fundamental um, misread of all this stuff as it's come over in the 60s and 70s from, from the East in that a lot of people are stressed out trying to kind of hold themselves to practicing ascetic practices, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. ascetics are people that renounce the world and basically, you know, shave their heads and and stop having sex. And most of us want to keep having sex. So it's, it's one of these things where, you know, people are stuck um, trying to participate in a system that isn't exactly designed for them. And Mm -hmm. because we're householders, I mean, we have in, you know, by that kind of classic definition, we have, if you have bills, you're a householder and you got to deal with money and you got to deal with like you know the world and so how does a householder chill out and take care of themselves and find peace and relaxation in their lives well it certainly isn't you know standing on your head for two hours in the morning and doing you know six hours of yoga throughout the day while you're you know doing a cleanse every every thursday and not speaking that's just it's 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 how you learn to whistle while you work it's how you change your orientation and your interface with reality so that you know, all the things that you do. I mean, we talked about all the stuff that I do. And like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just not a stressed out guy because I do one thing at a time. Right now I'm hanging out with you, right? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. That's it. There's no such thing as multitasking. It's it's really just about being present mm-hmm. and and staying engaged in, in the things that you're doing and doing those things mindfully and with intent so that your clarity kind of, um, you know, keeps you in the moment and not and not kind of going, oh, God, you know, there's like 19 emails I need to be getting to, you know, like I, I can't, right. you know, the, and, and like my voice would sound so different if I was trying to get to those emails while speaking with you. Right. But that's how we live our lives. Is that's so true. We're just we're just too caught up. We're encouraged to do that. I think you know we're always talking about multitasking, and and that's a really excellent point. I think a lot of people with chronic illness are chronically stressed out, and uh, I think a lot of it is that they are not um, integrating this kind of um, peacefulness into their every moment, and that's sort of what I'm hearing you saying. Would you say that's about integrating peacefulness and balance and um, yeah, it's about finding peacefulness. You know, mm. peacefulness is found at the bottom of our breath. Peacefulness is found in our ability to stop time and really drill down into our our kind of inner good stuff. And where is that? And what is that? Well, if you don't know where that is, then that's the number one pursuit for the rest of your life because that's where happiness comes from that's where vitality comes from that's where peace and tranquility come from it's mm-hmm. this, and it's an inner state that is your birthright and you know and it's not like you know do this one technique that's the bedroom there's a million ways to get to that place yeah and i'm an advocate for anything that works for you but the moral mm-hmm. of the story is we know this stuff works we know it's worked for thousands of years and we know yes. it outperforms most of the drugs that are out there yet Everyone's going, help, doctor, tell me what to do, 
right? Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's a very, it, I, I think that that orientation is the disease of modernity is that we've lost, mm-hmm. we've lost agency. We give our power away to a drug, to a doctor, to a therapist, to, to anybody and just say, please fix me. Right. We've lost faith in our, our ability to fix ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, me writing this book was really kind of uh, helping arm people with the, the, the tools and also the understanding mm-hmm. of where that agency comes from so that, you know, we could kind of step back into our own lives. Right. Okay. That's beautiful service. Now, it, can you break the book down a little bit for listeners um, and into how it's organized, you know, just how it can help them in general? Yeah. So, you know, first of all, I cuss a lot. <laughs> Ah, I love that. It's, sometimes it's just the best word. Well, you, you know, it's just uh, I, there's a lot of things in the world that that should piss us off, right? And so if you're not pissed off about you know rising oceans and and you know mercury in your fish and all those things, then then you're not paying enough attention, right? Um, and so you got to do something about it. And for me, I don't stay pissed off. I make movies. I do. I you know I I do things about it. And that's that's kind of the point is to to activate and get you know, really kind of into what's going on on the planet and what's going on in your body and what's what's wrong in your, your personal life and, and, and really kind of get driven to make changes so that you don't just sit there and feel like a victim. So, you know, in the book, we went through kind of just the main pieces. So stress, time, energy, sleep, uh, stagnant lifestyle, uh, weight gain, negative self-image, um, no connection to nature, which is a big one. Then being lonely despite being surrounded by people. Um, and then I had a whole chapter on just money and why, you know, how to look at money differently. Um, and then finally kind of locked in on living a life of purpose. So um, mm-hmm. it's, we identified a pri- I, I talk about, you know, I've, I've had thousands of patients over the years. So, you know, just kind of go through like a story of a patient that is a normal person, yeah. what they came in on. Then we talk about the problem. We talk about some Eastern philosophy and wisdom to maybe, you know, kind of have a different way of looking at it and then start really getting into like solutions and then just practical things that you can do right now okay. to change that. And so it, it, it was a fun book to write um, uh-huh. because it was really about the end user. Cause I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not the, I'd say, you know, there's a lot of these people that like, at, the the kind of the the energy of every sentence is kind of driven towards having the reader go oh wow that guy is so cool oh that guy oh wow he knows so much right mm-hmm. just all this there's there's a lot of egomaniacs in the space that are all trying yeah, to be like true. look at me look at me i'm not that guy i could give a shit i'd rather hang out with my kids right so right <laughs> so for me it's like here's what you need now go get it you know good luck right, right. Now, can you give listeners maybe a couple of things that they could do today to help them on their journey towards wellness? Yeah, I mean, it depends on where you're at. So, mm, so it's a big, a it's a big question, right? Because Very. you know, so I. I look, well, what about somebody who's in a, in a lot of chronic chronic pain? What what would you suggest awesome. to them? Okay, yeah, that. So you know, first things first. If you're in a lot of chronic pain, the two things that I do, and I've had, look, I've had big clinics. I had Dick Butkus as my spokesperson, and you know, physiatry and and pain psychology. I've had I've had everything in my clinics, and the first place I go for chronic pain is an anti-inflammatory diet, and that, that probably. That, that probably includes anti-inflammatory supplements if you're far gone, so glutathione and all sorts of things that will help bring things down, you know, fish oils and all that. Uh, you, you know, I'm sure your, your audience is no stranger to that stuff. But then yeah. number two is a really deep 
relaxation reset because getting out of this kind of nervous system agitation is one of the most powerful ways I've seen people in chronic pain really kind of turn that corner because it's like everything, it's like the fuse is so damn short with chronic pain. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to just be your, your, your normal happy self when there's just like this, this like woodpecker pecking on the back of your neck, you know, all the time. Right. Right. Of course. And, And it's exhausting to be in that kind of pain all the time. You know, it's hard to think straight. It's hard to make clear decisions. My goodness. I used to, um, I used to counsel my, um, we'd have, you know, weekly staff huddles in all my offices and, you know, people would be Mm -hmm. complaining about the patients and I'd be like, listen, you have no idea what it's like to be in nine out of 10 ridiculous Mm -hmm. pain, um, where your legs on fire and it's a lightning rod. So these people are like burning a hole in my waiting room carpet because they can't sit down. They're agitated. And so it was like, listen, you have no idea how much effort it took for them to just get in the car and come over here. And so they don't mean to be a jerk mm-hmm. to you. They're just really, really uncomfortable. And, yeah. and they're actually way nicer than you would be given the circumstance because they've gotten, you know, they've gotten used to it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And so, you know, that's where we would get into, you know, teaching meditation. That's where we get into, mm-hmm. you know, doing, mm-hmm. you know, um, sensory deprivation. We do float tanks. We do all sorts of like hemi-sync and hollow-sync technology. Mm-hmm. We would... Mm-hmm. We we would do um, you know EEG neurofeedback. I would I would teach them qigong and and you know basically you know okay. we throw okay. we throw the kitchen sink at them and figure out what it was that was going to work and what it was that would actually relax their system and you know all of it really revolved around you know lower diaphragmatic breathing and mm-hmm. and using mm-hmm. that to then kind of drop into a place where then you can modulate pain better because you you now sit on the perch of perception. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like giving it's giving the power to the person and, and accessing the power of their own mind to heal the body. That's it. And then, you know, that is that is stop number one uh, starting to mm-hmm. heal is because it's, it's hard. It's like you feel like you're a victim to this thing. And no matter what you do, it's mm-hmm. it's winning. Right. It's that's a hard right. place to come back from if you're not armed with the tools. And, and, you know, look, I went to UCLA and then I went to, you know, a couple different oriental medical schools. And I, you know, I grew up in the West at no place mm-hmm. until I decided to like become a hippie. Did any, did anyone yeah. teach me how to freaking meditate? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not in the conversation. I mean, it's a little bit more now in some circles. Yeah. But, but that's something but, but like overall. most people that are coming, like, you know, coming to you with chronic pain, they've never, they've never been taught this stuff. And so it's like, you know, and then you're like, okay, well, you know, here, I'm going to teach you how to meditate, go for it. And people are like, I tried it and it didn't work. It's like, well, I tried flying a helicopter. It was really difficult. So I quit. Right. Yeah. (laughs) The first time out, I didn't get it. You know, (laughs) that, yeah, that's a real, that's a, that's a trap. A lot of people fall into. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And it's it does take time. It does take practice. I mean, they don't call it a meditation practice for nothing, right? And, and, you know, it's – here's the thing, and, you know, I, I, I'm not popular by saying this um, because I don't really I, – I, like, I'm not interested in making friends. I'm interested in helping people, right? And so I think that our culture has also become incredibly lazy. Um, the, the translation of kung fu is hard work. and. And, you know, building a discipline so that you can make life easier is missing 
in our culture. And, and, you know, a lot of people kind of from like the older generations, they had that, you know, they had to work their asses off and times were times were tough and all that. But, you know, a lot of this is mentality is, you know, like, give me three ways to have a six pack and get laid and, and grow hair and like, you know, in the next week, go. Yeah, exactly. Even with meditation, they're like, you know, teach me, teach me a meditation that's going to put me in bliss where like all my thoughts stop and I could, you know, be at one with God. And, you know, you've got five minutes. Go. Right. And it's just like, that's not, that's not how right. that works. That's, that's not, not how that happens. works. Yeah. You know, shut up and sit on your cushion and you will find it and you will be thankful because you found it yourself and nobody gave it. To you, right. And that's the point is everyone mm-hmm. thinks like, well, people come to me and they're like, you know, you know, give me energy because I'm an energy, like energy master. Right. And like, I've done, and I go, what are you talking about? Like, do you want me to just like impart? Do you want me to just like blast you? Do you want me to electrocute you? Like, that's not how that works. I spent the last 30 years of my life doing practices to build vitality. And I, you know, I work with patients on that and stuff, but that's not, I don't give them energy. I help them find their own energy and, and, and harness it and tap into it in a way that, you know, helps their body heal. Um, and if you think I'm giving you something, you're a parasite, you're, you're a vampire. Like that's not, that's not how that's supposed to work. I'm here to, I'm here to turn your lights on. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a, that's a really important point that a lot of people don't understand is that healing comes from within the individual and that you're, you help them bring out that. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, you know, some of it is just kind of the mimetics of Western medicine that kind of took a wrong turn where it's like, you know, don't worry about it. Eat all those Doritos. We'll, we'll come up with a drug to fix it. Right. And, and all this kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, better living through chemistry, false promise stuff that we're kind of shaking oh, off now. Gosh, yeah. Right? yeah. It's a big marketing campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, it's just funny. You, you bring up the um, the uh, the electrocution and the lightning bolt um Metaphor, because I was struck by lightning almost two years ago wow. on the beach. Yeah, it was pretty insane. And I got to tell you, there is no such thing as a lightning bolt that's going to give you energy. It actually does the exact. No, opposite. it kicks your ass in. Like it's not. It's not like yeah. It's not that way. <laughs> it drains you, and there. Yeah, there is. There is no. Uh, there is no lightning technique. There is no pill that's going to to make everything better instantly, or even you know, it's it really is about you figuring out who you really are and being that and gosh, all of this stuff is inside of you. So that makes me want to talk a little bit about mindset. Um, do you uh, see, or what do you think is most critical to know about mindset? Most of us for wellness? in the West, I, it is a, is a example that I've used that, that seems to kind of land with most people because we all are, you know, we live and die by our computer, you know, interactions now is if you if you looked at the desktop of your computer, how many windows are open and how many tabs are open in some of the windows that you've got, right? And so yeah. that is the human mind. And most of us will have 40 windows open, working on 16 things at the same time, and yep. all of a sudden go, hey, you know, I'm getting a little sluggish, I'm getting a little tired, I'm getting a little stressed out, and, you know, my usual go-to would be go grab more coffee or smoke a cigarette or whatever, but now I've taken all these classes, I've read enough tabloids, I've heard meditation is good. So then what they do is they then go, good, 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 okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a good boy. And then they'll double-click on the meditation icon and do some breath work and, you know, feel a little better, mm-hmm. close down the meditation yeah. app and go back to 15 
20, 30 open windows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I put it to you that meditation should be the operating system that's constantly scanning, saying, hey, dummy, you've got too many windows open, mm. and being able to help you so, shut down and be like, you know what, I know there's instant messenger, I know there's Skype, I know, oh, an email came in, wow, you know, look, look squirrel, right? And so, so <laughs> shut all that crap down and just work on the one document or spreadsheet or whatever the hell you were doing, and this is obviously a metaphor for life, and then... Finish, save, close, go outside, stretch, do some jumping jacks, you know, whatever it is, open the next one. Mm -hmm. And so meditation in that mindfulness should constantly be working within the back of our psyche saying, hey, what am I doing right now? All right. So basically it's more like if meditation is the operating system, then, then what you're saying is that meditation is something that you are in all the time to a certain degree, you know, sometimes you're more aware of the fact, yes, I'm, I'm meditating, but, um, you sort of run your life from Absolutely. that place. That's, you know, that was the kind of the, okay. the first conversation we had when we started this call is like, how the hell does this guy do so much? And it's because it's mm -hmm. because I'm just hanging out, right? It's because yeah. I, yeah, you're doing what's yeah, in front of you. Time. Same thing in martial arts, one right? Thing. Like, you know, if, if you are facing an army, what you're doing is facing one soldier at a time. So, you know, for me in the martial arts is, you know, we learned, you know, how to do hand-to-hand -hand combat and, you know, weapons combat and all this kind of stuff. And then the maximum amount of people that can be attacking you at one time is four. So if I can handle four guys, I can handle 10,000 guys. It's just a question of stamina. <laughs> Right. Mm, okay. <laughs> and I, yes. I that's and it. for that, you need a great diet <laughs> and exercise. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so, so what, what do you need to handle in front of you? And don't, if you take your eyes off the person in front of you in battle, thinking about like how many guys are behind him in battle, uh, in, in his army, you're taking a sword to your stomach. So you are focused on the one person at one time always, and that's how that works. Now, you have a seven-day reboot through the Urban Monk. Can you tell listeners about that? Yeah, so when I was looking to launch this book, there's the dark side of the book industry where there are probably people that like will go buy $300,000 of their own book and kind of strategically have them purchased in a very kind of algorithmic way. And then suddenly they're a New York Times bestseller mm -hmm. and they can walk around bragging about how cool they are. Yeah. Huh. Welcome wow. to the dark side of everything, right? And and, and so, right. I, you know, as I'm getting consulted on all this stuff, I was just like, ew, no, that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's not, that's not authentic. And so they said, right. well, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And, and, and you know, my, my publisher is really great because they trusted me on this. I said, how about I just create something where I freely give some of the most awesome stuff that is helpful to people, to them for free. And if they like it, mm -hmm. I'll say, hey, there's more of this stuff in the book. And if you want the book, then just get the book. And so we had hundreds of thousands of people go through that and share it like crazy because people like from all walks of life were like, oh, my God, this really helped me. And, and yeah, I, it's great. I've done it myself, cool. too. Right? Yeah. And, and that, that's really kind of, you know, the, the crux of it was, you know, stop stop being a bullshit person. In, in reality, if you're actually like, you know, who you say you are, then just help people. And so for me, it was like my stand against how this whole industry works with these kind of faux gurus and, you know, gaming their way into, you know, a list to look cool. And so mm -hmm. I just took a lot of really awesome stuff and gave it away. And um, 
still free. Like I just, you know, I, I was a monk for four years. Like I don't, you know, I'm not in this stuff for the oh, money. Okay. I did this because I want to help humanity. And so how, how can I serve best? And so this was, you know, this was, this was a way for me to be able to serve um, the community in a way that would help them ignite and bring up their energy and, and mm-hmm. take credit for it themselves. Right. I don't take credit. Mm. I don't, it's like, what, you did all the work good for you you know yeah. exactly you you were the way shower <laughs> yeah absolutely that's great so how can listeners uh get get the uh seven day reboot easy urbanmonk.com slash reboot perfect all right yeah because i really want listeners to do this i think um it's you have some very powerful information that's very practical um it's not something that's you, you go and read it and it's so far out of your reach of understanding that you don't want to do it. You know, you know how some people kind of go there. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's just, are you in this to actually help people or are you in this to, you know, get rich and be cool? Right. Exactly. So, okay. That's great. Can you tell listeners also about your website? Well.org and what it has to offer people that are sure. looking to get well. So I started um, well.org a couple of years back when I um, it finished my first movie, Vitality. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, it was my first uh, it was my first encounter with the documentary film world and we overshot like crazy so we had hundreds and hundreds of hours of amazing interviews that just didn't have you know a place in the movie but were really good mm-hmm. and so and ah, so at okay. the time a friend of mine um was a domain broker he's like dude I got one for you um and and so I was like oh damn that's a really good name so I took well.org and then just started working on cutting all this extra footage and all these stories um, and sharing them freely, um, what didn't make the movie, with the world. And then, you know, it just started to become a really great hub for uh, health, wellness, and green content that is just, you know, useful for people who are trying to live in a busy, crazy world and, you know, just need solutions to to kind of everyday problems. But then I didn't just stop at like coconut, like everyone's out there going, okay, well, I want coconut smoothie recipes. I need kale again. I need more kale. Stupid, stupid kind of reductionist ways of looking at health. And so then I started the Health Bridge podcast and then the Urban podcast and lots of like like you know film and tv content where we have long form conversations with really smart people that are actually telling it like it is um so that we're not um diluting the content in a way that that reduces it down to you know actually not being able to be helpful because for me it's a psychological approach it's really understanding health so that that way you you make your mindset is is framed in a way where you just make healthy decisions and you're a healthy person in that in how you identify with yourself and not being mm-hmm. a person it's like it's like the godfather going into church and asking for forgiveness for whacking people all week you know what i mean like we're we're all in this place where we're just kind of like you know forgive me because i've sinned so now i'm going to go and like you know do you know, pipe coffee up my butt and like drink only like you know broccoli sprouts for the next 2 weeks because i had that <laughs> ender weekend and that is and that'll be yeah, fine then, yeah then i'm clean <laughs> until i dirty myself up again and and look, which will be tomorrow, oh, by the way. Oh, and look, I'm not opposed to like life. I you know I like me a good yeah. party. Like I just all things in balance, yeah. right? And, and that's exactly. I think where where the industry it's just it's very orthorexic, right? It's just like oh my god, I can't believe you ate gluten. You're you know you're going to hell, right? And and it's just like well, if they can tolerate gluten, then you know yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Stop stop tripping, right? And and so people people are just. 
yeah. over overwhelmed with all this health information and it's causing stress in a way that I don't think is of service uh, to humanity. And so part of, you know, my approach at well.org is just to have real conversations and bring sanity to it. I, again, I'm just tired of all the bullshit. I just think that there's a lot of parasites out there um, really, you know, trying to make a living off of people who are like, you know, either unhealthy or frantically worried about their health. And they're just, you know, they're just monetizing on things that are just, I think, unethical. And, and you know, for me, that's my response. Yeah, I agree. And, and many of them don't have the background or really the true understanding of, of diet. You know, like people prescribing the same diet over and over again to yep. everybody. You know, it's like, no, we're all really okay. different. <laughs> like you just said, some people can tolerate gluten. I'm one who cannot oh. at all. Um, but, you know, everybody is different. We we are our own laboratories. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss ice cream. That's for I sure. I wish I could eat it. It just punishes me, you know, but some other people, like yeah, my me wife, too. she, oh she my could God. have ice cream. So, you know, I have my my yeah. coconut milk ice cream with no sugar added so I can, like, hang out with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, exactly. you know, it's fine. And, and so the question is, am I going to sit there and feel sorry for myself? Or am I going to be like, you know, look, I just put some organic blueberries and raspberries and all this awesome stuff on something that doesn't punish me because I think I deserve it versus, you know. So it's like, what, why, why do I think I deserve something now that I've been good so that I can, like, hurt myself? It, it's just this, this weird psychological framing uh, yeah. in health that I think is is, is really toxic and, and the memetics yeah. around it are just, you know, I think I think it's time to, to really question that as a culture. I agree that the whole cheat day com concept has always been very disturbing totally. to me. Totally. So it's like, you know, just it's a day. <laughs> and, you know, for the most part, eat the things that your body loves and that are uh, organic and whole and all of that. And then, yeah, we have these moments where, you know, we have the ice cream or, in, your, in my case, non-dairy. <laughs> so, so we don't hurt I ourselves. I just, look, I just, know, um, I just know what it feels like to feel awesome. And I'm well, I'm yes. well aware of the things that put a chink in that armor and bring down my vitality mm -hmm. and my light. And I just have too big of a life to suck wind mm -hmm. just because I thought that that yeah. ice cream sundae was something that I deserved. And, so, you know, I just... I, I thank you for saying that. <laughs> That's exactly what people need to hear. You want to do great things in this world? Stop poisoning yourself, you know? Stop... Stop running with a parachute yeah. behind you. And, you know, and I think a lot of that has to do with lining up with purpose and really understanding, mm -hmm. like, what your bigger play is. Like, I don't, my next movie is so much bigger than me. That, Tell yeah, us about so, it. So it's called Prosperity, and it's about moving our money where our values are. And so I'm interviewing, like, these amazing people all over the world who are absolutely radically mm -hmm. transforming the world we live in with business practices that don't pollute and destroy the planet and are supportive of life, you know, as we know it. And so, you know, I got a company that is turning garbage into energy with zero emissions. Um, you know, we're following Guayaquil that's deforesting the Amazon um, and doing, you know, kind of shade harvesting. So, you know, and, and so yeah, I got John Mackey of Whole Foods. I got Maria Rodale with, you know, for their uh -huh. organic farming principles. And so I get to go, like, on Sunday I leave. I'm on this, like, these islands with no power off the grid in Panama where this tribe nice. is this amazing story with this woman. I can't spoil the movie, but this woman is – She's hacked the supply chain, cut out all the middlemen, and is bringing money directly mm -hmm. 
to the growers of the coconut and the cacao and helping them not only, you know, have a robust, you know, kind of uh, a culture of their own again, their, bo- their boys don't need to leave and become illegal immigrants and come mow our lawns and, you know, I mean, all the kind of crazy stuff. We complain about immigration. Wow. We complain about crime and poverty and all these things. Well, it's like, well, why don't we just cure that at the source? Why don't we just give the growers the money they deserve and all the parasitic middlemen, you know, they, they kind of get out of the way and the consumer gets to support the grower and get stuff mm-hmm. that's just pure and beautiful. And so it's just, you know, in, you know, so these are the heroes, right? I just get to like go there with right. my crews and capture the stories. And it's just, it's, I'm doing this for my children's children. And again, it's so mm-hmm. much bigger than mm-hmm. me that I, you know, I could get up in the morning and be like, you know, I could sprinkle some sugar on some pancakes with some syrup and maybe, you know, you know, have like a decadent breakfast that's give me, you know, diabetes and food coma, or uh-huh. I just got too much shit to do yeah. today. So I'm going to get my act together. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have the breakfast that I have, and I'm going to basically draw my yeah. sword and charge and be the warrior that I've, that I've been bred to be for, for good. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice I make every day. Absolutely. And if I don't have something big enough to be plugged into, then, it, you know, the, the pancakes also can just make sense because who cares? OK, so the documentary Prosperity. It's all um, not, so you can check that when, out. The, the, I mean, it's, it's it's still in its inception, but you go to well.org slash prosperity. Okay. Check it. We have some like, you know, teaser clips and stuff and we're doing updates on it. Um, it's great. It's great. It's so much fun. Okay. Uh, let's see. One of the things that you say here is that we say business is good when it's profitable, but a new mantra says business is profitable when it's good. I want the billionaires of the future to deserve it. Um, I want to reward the right behavior with my money. So I just don't spend money on companies that are, that are destroying the planet. And if every one of us Mm. did that, there would be such a radical reallocation of wealth and power to the people that are actually making better decisions that the entire industry Mm. would absolutely and fundamentally shift to whatever whatever vertical you're talking about uh, very rapidly. We're already seeing it happen. But the problem is too many people are just oblivious. Of, of how powerful their their dollar is, right? And they could spend it. Mm-hmm. They could spend it on the good guys, or they could spend it on you know the the the, the Koch brothers, who then lobby our elected officials to make you know votes and decisions against our best interest, right? So if you give money to mm-hmm. people right. who are working towards that other narrative, what you're doing is you're reinforcing that narrative and raising the sea levels, right? And so. We have the power, we have the agency, we have, you know, we have everything we need in our hands to do it. Um, but we just, we need to execute. We need to step in and do it. Awesome that you're out there doing this um, and educating people on uh, a different way of framing this, of framing business and how we approach it. It's, it's a fun project, i got to say. It's selfishly, yeah. it's kind of decadent because... You know, I get up, I'm excited every day. Like I love, I love this project. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I got, I got a two year old kid and a six month old kid. So we're not not sleeping much. Right. But yeah, but I'm still out there just like charging because I just, I love what I do so much. And so that's what I want for all all of our listeners is to, you know, find something you could plug into that, that gets you that enthusiastic and then work doesn't feel like work. Perfect message for people. Um, Work feels like play and just excitement and fun. I think it's one of the most healing things when we get into that mindset and we see life as that. The body heals. It just heals itself. Anyway, I want to thank you so much for taking your time out to talk to me today. I want listeners to go to well.org where you can read up on 
all kinds of information about fitness, green living, medicine, mindset, money, nutrition. We've got the Urban Monk podcast. We've got the Health Bridge podcast, both on iTunes. Um, and then the Urban Monk, uh, please go and do the reboot. It's just a powerful set of tools for for all of us living in the everyday world and and bringing that the monastery into the home basically in a way without having to give up everything i think that's a great set of tools that you've offered people thank you thank you yeah yeah, it's just again you got to teach people how to fish you know people are out there handing out fish and and you know kind of actually selling fish you know what i mean um Teaching, teaching people how mm-hmm. to fish, I think, is, is something that um, the industry needs. And, um, you know, if you're, really out, if you're really who you say you are, then just help people. That's a great way to put it. So thank you again so much. And uh, is there any parting message that you would like to leave listeners with? You have all of the vitality. You have all of the sentient wisdom within yourself. And I think kind of the missing ingredient in our culture is consciousness. Find your link to your eternal self. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes and dig deep and find that link to your eternal self and things just start getting way better, man. <laughs> that is so incredibly true. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for that message and thank you for your time. Uh, really appreciate you and the work that you're hey, doing. Thanks in the very world. much. Thanks for doing what you do. This is awesome and I'm a big fan of your work and uh you know, this is this is it. We're we're trying to help people and um it's exactly. it's, it's great work. Thank you. So um and thank you listeners for listening to this podcast with Dr. Pedram Shoji. You've given us so many tools and uh, ways to get well, so thank you. Um, if you have a chronic illness like diabetes, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, or cancer, or maybe you have persistent symptoms like migraine headaches, skin rashes, or a cough that just won't go away, if you have any of those, I would love to talk with you and help you get well now. Um, you can find me on Facebook where I have a uh, private community called Get Well Now, or check me out at meghayworth.com, M-E-G-H-A-W-O-R-T-H.com to sign up for a free evaluation. And please just take a moment to leave a review here on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening today. Remember that food can kill you or food can heal you. The choice is up to you once you learn how. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you so much for listening. I truly hope that this podcast will help you get well now. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes, and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.